Because I have a dream. And staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. The ballot or the bullet is to either ignore them or to deny them without giving And we stand together to win the war. Yes, we can. Welcome, welcome, welcome all, welcome everybody to the Wild Wild World Podcast. We back. It's your boy, Helen Reeves up in here, with your boy, Will Ara Horn over there. What's going on, Will? Yep, living life, doing what I do, back for the hot takes and to join you in this wonderful conversation. I appreciate you being here with me. Yeah, man, I do what I can. As JD said, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us. So certainly appreciate it. And that's the same thing goes to y'all, the listeners. You could have been anywhere in the world. I mean, you probably are anywhere in the world, but you could be listening to anything else in the world. And you're choosing to listen to us right now, so we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Everybody, whether you're, you're here in the States, over there in the UK, our people's in Uganda, the Czech Republic, Australia, China, wherever you happen to be, because you know we worldwide, well, right? Yep, global. Worldwide, you know. We top flight security in the world, Craig. We worldwide, baby. So we appreciate y'all, wherever you are, for being with us here. We got a, a wonderful, lovely, awesome, amazing show for you here this spring. Because it is spring, technically, right? Or is it still winter? I have no idea, Well, Can't tell in Chicago. Not right. We, we never know. But it is like in the 50s or whatever right now. So, it like, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I saw a little girl sitting out in, in front of her uh, uh, front door reading a book today. I'm like, yo, as soon as it pops over 30, we're like, yo, it's outdoor reading weather all of a sudden. Yep. So, yep. You know, that's what we get down. But anyways, we got a beautiful show for y'all. Um, we got a couple things we're going to talk about. Look, y'all know. Um, we got to talk about this Jaguar attack that happened, right? I know y'all know about that. We got to talk about your boy Mitt Romney and all the weirdness that is him. Uh, we definitely got to talk about uh, this college scandal, uh, admission scandal that just dropped today. And then we also going to talk about something. I'm not even going to uh, mention the last thing we talked about because I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of it. And you'll probably be like, what in the world are you talking about? So I'm going to say that one when we get there. But, Will, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get crazy. There. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. And that's not even our, our crazy out here segment, but it's crazy. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but first, like, you know, I just got to check in with my man, Will. I know you say you're doing all right, man, but just want to make sure. Man, are you healthy? Are you good? Is, is life treating you well, bro? Good, man. Living life, man. I was in, a, I was in Columbus, Ohio over the weekend. Oh, snap. Because my brother gets uh, – he's, he's obsessed with football signatures, man. So, But we ran into some people. I met Ricky Williams. That was kind of cool. Okay, Ricky Williams, Texas Fred Webb, and Moses famous Bo- famous weedhead. Okay, yeah. don't don't call him that. He's doing well. He's living <laughs> life. Friendliest dude I ever met. Right, hey, Moses, look, Moses I, Webber there. It was it was. When cool. I call him a weedhead, that's not really a knot. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that that's yeah. That's, that's, that's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different era. It's a different world. I meant no shade. You know what I'm saying? I and remember all, all these Ohio State people there. It was a cool time though. But so I'm I'm living well, man. Man, you, you you the Ohioan that's always showing throwing shade to a uh, OSU. Um, I don't know how you survived getting about. It. I don't know how you got out of there, man. You know, once Wild Wild World uh, blows up, blow up, shoots, 
You ain't gonna be able to step foot in Columbus, man. They're gonna get on you. Yeah, I'm gonna catch him heat for that. But it was it was basically like Ohio State convention that Ricky Williams showed up at. But what Mugsy Bugs? The rest was Ohio State. They had like the Bosa twins and stuff there, and people trip about that. Right. And look, and I'm not mad at Ricky and none of them dudes for showing up and getting paid, baby. Like, you know, they get paid. They get paid their, those appearance oh, yeah. fees and all that stuff. Get your money. It's just like, we, look, I was talking to somebody the other day about how, you know, if you was a 90s R&B artist that had like one or two hits, you tour to this day. Like, you know, at least yeah. two weekends a month, you you still touring somebody uh, in Chicago or Detroit or somebody or somewhere, you know, making money. So if you if you ran for a thousand yards back in two thousand three, <laughs> go ahead and make your money on these on these uh, little uh, autograph set, uh, session tours. So I ain't mad at it, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but but that's good. Well, I'm glad that you're doing. I right. glad you got them uh, them signatures, some John Hancock's. You know, put them away. Maybe it'll be worth something someday. Or you know, you just hang them on your wall for memorabilia purposes. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm doing. I right over here myself. Uh, you know, I had a funny thing happen this week. You know, my students, uh, some of y'all may recall, I am a teacher. I'm a, here's a teacher. I educate the children. Uh, my, my whole group students, they decided to use Google. And they Google my name. Now, they're not the first ones to Google my name. Well, it's happened many times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, of course, came across the Wild Wild World podcast. And they, uh-huh. were, they were, like, amazed. I don't know. It blew their mind. Again, they're not the first of my students to find out about the show. You know, it's not a secret. It's public knowledge. I got my government name on here and everything. You know, <laughs> but, yeah. but they downloaded the show <laughs> during home group. They're trying to trying to put it on blast. But I'm like, look, 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 listen on your own time. But please do listen. You know, tell your friends, share, download, rate, subscribe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So any, if any of my students, coworkers, whoever listening right now, look, go to the website. Get your gear, you know what I'm saying? Get your Wild Wild World Kingdom Dreamer swag, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you download, rate, subscribe, share with all your people. Look, if the whole school jumps on board, that's like 500-some people. Now, I'm not going to self-promote at the school, but, you know, I'm all down for it. Look, I'm not saying nothing that's going to get me fired. I don't think, at least not yet. Maybe when the revolution comes, I had to start popping off and talking crazy. But right now, I think I'm, I think I'm smooth. I'm not leading the youth astray. You know what I'm saying? So nah, man, educating the children out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me educating the children. Look, man, uh, I, I left corporate America to come educate these kids, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing it out the uh, doing it out of the love of my heart. It definitely ain't for the paycheck. <laughs> so, so you know, we out here showing love, man. So, so we doing okay. But moving on. Now that we know that you all right, I'm all right. Um, want to move on real quickly to our Twitter poll, uh-huh. and. We got an interesting Twitter poll for y'all today. And I say interesting because I haven't seen it. Your boy Will was a little bit indecisive. I'm going to put you on blast right there. That's facts. So, so I got on my phone two Twitter poll questions um, that we can choose from. I have not looked at them yet. So I'm about to break it open. I'm going to eeny, meeny, miny, moe and pick one of these. And we're going to talk about it. And uh, then you good folks uh, can definitely hop on the Twitter's. Uh, afterwards or when you listen to this and please, 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 please go ahead. Tell us who you think is correct. Me or Will, or, you know, if we're on the same side of the fence, just, you know, what, what your opinion is to win. You know what? Well, we don't always have to disagree, man. Yeah. Yeah. We can live, we can be together in perfect harmony, like Ebony and Ivory, you know, that's, that's right. how we can do this thing. All right. So. Well, all right, Ebony and Ivory? <laughs> that's a good question. I'm, it depends on what topic we're talking about, you know. Of course. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, 
Oh, okay. Interesting questions. I look. I don't even know which one to pick. You know, okay, I'm well, okay. I'm gonna go with the food one again, right? So one is a team, uh, one is a food one. But that's because I don't. You know, I don't know if everybody has seen all of these shows, and I know a couple of these in particular. You know, some of our audience won't be familiar with with both of these. You and I will. A lot of folks will be. Some of them. So here's here's the second one you said. It's a it's a one has to go, right? And we got uh, five options here. Or six options, I'm sorry. Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, Popeyes, Burger King, and Subway. Hmm. One of them gotta go. What you think, Will? Because I know look, I'm I'm struggling because I'm already like two of them can kick rocks. <laughs> so so yeah, if, which one to kick rocks? We gotta pick one. That's that's where my struggle is between the two. Um, I'm gonna say my one is I'm gonna say my one is Burger King. Okay, okay. Why Burger King? Because it's lame. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, uh, I mean, Popeye's got to stay. Subway is eh, but it's different, so it's got to stay. Okay. And I'm a fan of Taco Bell. I know some people hate Taco Bell, but I'm a fan of Taco Bell. Okay. It's a, a lot of great memories of Taco Bell. And then Wendy's is better than McDonald's and Burger King. I give McDonald's the edge on Burger King. So that's how that works. Burger so King's gone. Hold on. So when you say a lot of great memories at Taco Bell, is this a nostalgia pick or is this a quality pick? You know, because like if you got your first, I still get Taco Bell to this day. Now I ain't I ain't maxing on it every week because that's <laughs> going to be sick. But okay, okay. I Taco Bell is is high quality. Uh, that's not the right word, is it? It's it's good food, man. Hey, I can I can hey. I can work with Taco Bell, man. I like me some okay, Taco Bell. I thought you were I thought you were going to ride a like yo Taco Bell's like the first place to- Kylie touched my thigh or something. So we gotta like, <laughs> we on a nostalgia pick, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> no, I'm just it's, it's it's open late. You know, we used to kick it at Taco Bell, but I'll eat Taco okay. Bell this day. I'm okay. not. You know, they got some good stuff. Okay. Okay. And and in other news, there was that one cat like a week ago that survived like five days. In the woods, a fire Taco Bell hot sauce. You ain't seen that? No, I did not. <laughs> so you can survive on their hot sauce. That seems like a winner to me. What's unreported in that is he also had a bag of tacos with him, and he just chose not to eat them because <laughs> he figured <laughs> they'd be worse from than chewing bark. <laughs> no, Taco Bell gave him a year's worth of food too, bro. Why would they torture that man like that? That's what a lot of people say. And if they really wanted to give him a prize, they should have gave him a year's worth of Chipotle or something. <laughs> give him a step up in the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, talk, talk about it. its own category. Now it's, it's let it stay in its category, do its thing. All right, so look, here's the deal Burger King is trash, besides the fact that they still have the iconic fast food breakfast item, which is the crew sandwich, right? And, you know, okay. we talk about nostalgia. I got a lot. Look, when I was a young buck, for some reason, like going to Burger King for breakfast, like getting Burger King breakfast was just like you was doing it big. You know, like I remember every once in a while I'd be at school, but not even every once in a while, but you'd be at school in the morning, and every once in a while one of your homies walks in, you know, in the morning, and they got a bag of Burger King. You're like, yo, how'd you pull that off? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if they if they was really showing love, you know, they got or they convinced, you know, they 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 peoples to get a couple extras, you know, and they would bring some for the homies or even, you know, as we got to be like juniors and seniors, you know, every once in a while you get a text or something or a call like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm at Burger King, you know, this morning, you know, saying you want something? Like, yeah, I got you. We dropped out a couple of dollars because the croissant was used to be like a dollar, I think, right? Huh. Something like that used to be cheap. So like that was that was the love, right? The croissant, which, and then you get the little, the little hash browns 
it was the love back in the day. It's still every once in a while, went like every like once every four months or something, I'll go ahead and get one of those. And it's still delicious, if not very greasy, right? Literally everything else at Burger King kick rocks, man. I'm you know, like right. I worked in the boonies a while back and there was a Burger King near like right next to the job. It was the closest thing around. So if I ain't bring lunch, sometimes I go to work I would like go to Burger King, Will, but like I swear I do this all the time. I pull up in the drive thru. I look at the menu and I'm like, yo, y'all are really charging like seven seventy nine for a meal. And I pull off. <laughs> <laughs> and I would either go back to work hungry or I would go to the next choice to kick rocks on this uh, list, which is Subway. Subway, mm. I used to love you. You know what I'm saying? I used to love H-E-R, shout out to comment, you know. But Subway is, is kind of hot garbage, man. I mean, let's be real. Like, okay. I, when I was a youngin', I used to love Subway, but it's kind of trash. Like, whoever goes to Subway is like, yo, that sandwich was delicious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. You like yo? That was that was adequate. I was hungry. I'm no longer hungry. Sometimes it's you feel decent because it's not greasy, you know. So it's like right. I, I I don't feel like I just ate half a horse or whatever. So you know we we can go that route there. So you know in that sense, like you said, it's a little different. I give it a little love. This is a long one to answer, by the way. I'm a little hyped up today. I, I can tell. I can tell. But last but not least, the one the, the one I gotta go in. This was this is it was between this and Subway. Taco Bell will Taco Bell is trash. Why would Taco Bell is grade D minus meat. There's no reason in the world for anybody to ever go there. You know what? If you want tacos, there's a million taco places better. You know what? If you don't happen to live like I have my entire life in places with vibrant Mexican communities, like, you know, I grew up in Minneapolis, then lived in Chicago, then, you know, out here, out, out in Lake County, you know, we got a vibrant Mexican community. There's a million places that are much better real tacos than Taco Bell for the cheap. Now, Here's what you might be saying over there in your car, at your desk, you know, in your house. Well, you know, there's Mexican food and there's Taco Bell, just like there's Panda Express and there's real Chinese food, you know what I'm saying? Or there's Olive Garden and there's real Italian food, right? And I hear you. But usually when there's like when there's the other thing, they improve they 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 bring something that is, I don't know, delicious, just kinda kinda not good for you, right? Like the Panda Expresses of the world, they basically fry chicken and dump it in sauce and put it in rice, right? That's not real Chinese food, but it's still delicious, right? If we're being honest. Like Olive Garden, that's not real authentic Mediterranean food, but they dump a bunch of sauce and cheese on stuff. And so you're like, cool, we're good to go. What does Taco Bell do to quote unquote improve? They make taco shells out of Doritos, bro. True, true. That is the best. That's the best thing they've done in, in fifty years. But they fill it with trash. All right, all right. But that's fine. You know, you you have to know what you expect when you get Taco Bell. But here's the thing with like with your Subway pick, right? Subway would definitely have to go over Taco Bell because there's lots of sub places popping up these days too, man. You got plenty of sub places. Well, you, you live in Lake County. You can get a taco every three blocks. No, no, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not saying I I put Taco Bell over these things. But I've lived in places where there's no Hispanics at all, and you got Taco Bell. It's a different. I'm saying Taco Bell's in a different category, but it does not deserve to go. It's a, it's its own category. It's not considered anything. It's considered Taco Bell. It's it's its own hot trash. Here's another travesty that they've done. Taco Bell's helped contribute to these lies that Americans believe about tacos. One, 
That's tacos true. should not be hard shell. Like hard shell tacos is a whole different thing, right? That's not a taco. That's something different, right? That's a tostada that's bitten in half. You know what I'm saying? The Fair. second, some way, some, who told anybody that the combination of lettuce and tomatoes on a taco is better than, than onions and cilantro? I Dude, I agree no with you. Now, I granted, I know some people don't like cilantro, right? So if you're one of those weirdos, those aliens, fine. But even just onions and salsa is far better on a ta- on any sort of taco than lettuce and tomato. What are we talking but, about? But here's the fact. So if you're going to Taco Bell and you're getting a hard-shell taco with lettuce and tomato, you don't know what Taco Bell has to offer. You, you're getting the worst of the oh. worst at Taco Bell. Okay. Taco Bell oh. is there for their weird burritos that have, like, Fritos in it. And they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're flaming hot Dorito. Like, like you, you got to do something different. If you're getting that type of stuff in a plain bean burrito, if you expect Mexican food from Taco Bell, then you don't even understand how Taco Bell works. It don't work that way. <laughs> it's something completely different. It's its own category that deserves to stay. Well, see, here's the thing. So I hear you, right? So it built itself as a late night place. And when right. I was coming up, it was always a cheap spot. I was exactly. Taco Bell like six months ago. Like, yo, all right. My kids want a Taco Bell or something. I don't know why. They're weird. Uh, so I was like, I was going to get them something. And I guess I was thinking about may, maybe I'll try something from Taco Bell for the first time in forever. You know what I mean? Right. But I looked at the menu and everything on it was like Burger King. They was charging like $8 for a meal. And I'm like, yo, you're supposed to be able to come to Taco Bell, <clears throat> get some cheap nonsense, <clears throat> excuse me, and keep it moving. Why y'all charging seven, $8 for a meal? You you read the wrong menu, bro. You can still wow. get cheap stuff there, man. You can still get cheap. Like I said, man, on my poor days, here's how I did it, man. I would get, literally, I'd find the change in my car, and I knew I could go get a meal at Taco Bell. <laughs> Out of dimes and nickels, bro. So I'm saying Taco Bell got to stay. Okay. That's the facts. Taco Bell is couch cushion food, basically, is what we say. <laughs> I'm not saying it's high-quality food, it's but you gave me, you're giving me fast food options here. I'm saying Taco Bell got to stay. Okay, so so Subway's Subway's you're gonna Taco Bell, and that's not my number two. Taco Bell's my number one. Subway's my number two. So I'd say Burger King got to go, but I'd say Subway would be my number two. Oh, Bur- oh, Burger King is your yo get, get right. It out and only, the only reason Subway's surviving is because it, I, I, maybe you can pull quote you really can't get healthy stuff there. It's all gimmick, but it's different. So you so you kicking the croissant which to the wind, huh? Will Mm-mm. I've never even had the croissant. Which, that's telling something. Wow. All right, we got. I gotta take you to Burger King. So, no, so no, maybe no, we'll. Not that serious. <laughs> not the, all right, we're done. This, we're arguing about this far too. <laughs> it's all fast food. It's garbage what, for you now. I don't know if this is what the people are here for. Will this is what I'm here for? Right <laughs> to argue about That's random what matters. matters. That's what I'm here for. So look, we're gonna throw this up on Twitter so the people can holler at it. Uh, you know, let us know what you think. I guess we should put all five, all six options up there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm getting Taco Bell up out of here. Will's getting BK up out of here. And neither of us want to deal with Subway either. <laughs> but it's just lesser or two evil. So I'd say the or, best on here is Popeyes. Oh, most definitely. Popeyes sure. Popeye's definitely gotta stay. Um And then I say like, Wendy. Either one, does either one of us care about McDonald's? Like it's just It's there. Yeah, it's there, it's not, right? It's not the worst, but it's nobody cares. You get, yeah. you get decent coffee. I can work with like a cheap cup of coffee, I can work with it. That's true, and you know they got the little yogurt parfaits that that I get for for my kids every once in a while. So you know McDonald's could stay, Wendy's, you know, as far as the burger fast food places that are actually fast food and not the, uh, I don't know that Five Guys stuff is in a new category. I can't remember what they call it. It's like yeah, semi fast food or something like that, or fast, fast casual, something like that. Fast um, casual. 
Something yeah, like something like that. So, but in terms of the actual fast food joints that are around, you know, Wendy's, you know, it's probably better than most. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's definitely not home can of those things. So, anyways, go ahead. Let us know what y'all think. Will's going to put that up on the, the Twitters, you know, because <laughs> he handles the, the, the Twitter account besides my one-week takeover that I had where I made one tweak and kept it moving. Right. You failed at that, so uh, <laughs> try to bring your way back. You want to take it over again? <laughs> yeah, Twitter takeover 2018 did not go as planned. <laughs> it, was, it was a fail. All right, so, look, Will, before we move on to the rest of the show, though, I do got to let the folks know about one one thing. Let them know. I got to let them know. Look, there's a creative wave that is moving through your area, folks. We want you to secure the bag. We want you to secure your belongings and secure your purpose. Uh-huh. Discover your story, not my story, not Will's story, but your story with Only. That's Only with an I. So Only is a budding startup providing unique backpacks and athleisure to meet the modern fit. So whether you're on a hike, in the classroom, in transit, you only have one option. So visit OnlyPacks, again, that's O-N-L-I, packs.com or only underscore shy, C-H-I, on Instagram for more information. So go ahead, check that out, get your gear, get your only only uh, only wear, and, uh, and, and rock with us. Be like us is what we're trying to say. Yep. Most definitely. So I'm going to wait for that drop right here. Hold on. Wait, where's the drop? Where's the drop? Man, crazy out here, man. There it goes. It's crazy out here. Look, well, it was it was a week where there was a bunch of goofy stuff happening, so we couldn't even pick just one. It's like Lay's or Pringles or whoever it is said. We couldn't even pick just one. It's crazy out here. The first one, well, was uh-huh. a Jaguar attack. Jaguar attack. Yeah. Lady in Arizona jumped the fence at the zoo to take a picture, a selfie with the Jaguar. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> to take a selfie with the Jagger, a Jaguar. And the Jaguar basically hemmed her up. I was like, yo, son, I'm not I'm not with this. Tore her arm all up, messed the woman up. She survived, luckily. But uh yeah, made national news. <laughs> well, what was your first thought when you saw a woman attacked by Jaguar after trying to take a selfie? Well, I was scrolling through Twitter when I saw it, and I actually like was stopped because they had the video of her, and her arm was like tore up. So I was like, yeah, "What happened?" Split open. Yeah, it was like it was nasty, and it was like I was trying to figure out what happened. I thought she had actually had gone into the whole enclosure, but it sounds like there was like two barriers. She went over one barrier, and there's like a fence. And the jaguar reached through because I was like, "There's no way if she actually fell in that thing, that jaguar didn't like straight up kill her." You know what I mean? Yeah, that jaguar was probably looking for a meal, but. Why do you – there's barriers at a zoo for a reason, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, it's pretty common sense. She saw two and was like, yo, it's only the one that matters, clearly. <laughs> yeah, and the one that she got next to was, like, no better than a chain link fence. Like, it wasn't that – Yeah, that's apparently what happened. The Jaguar reached through the fence and snatched her up, you know, basically, and grabbed her arm up. Um you know, it's funny. I was thinking, well, I, my first thought was if it was a dude, but I mean, I guess w- women definitely can do this too. Huh? I was like, well, basically, she's going to get a cool scar that she can put a tattoo over or something like that. You don't have to. <laughs> have a story to tell. Um, but depending on her line of work, I don't know if that's going to be beneficial to her or not. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know if there's much else to say about that, but kids, don't jump over barriers at zoos. 
kids do not do that. What's up with your, your West Coast people? What was it some years ago where the, the, the cats uh, got ate by a tiger in San Francisco? I have no idea. <laughs> got killed by a tiger in San Francisco. I only remember this because I remember Cat Williams talking about it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I should I should have googled it. And that said if you get eaten, if you get killed by a tiger in a zoo, <laughs> that was God's will for your life. <laughs> you know I can't really argue with that. You know what I'm saying? If you if you are mauled, maimed, or killed by an animal that has not escaped. <laughs> That's closed. Yeah. <laughs> then you you are an idiot. That's all I got to say. You know, unless there was a, extenuating circumstances or something, you know. And all I could think about was uh an anchor man and that mother jumped into the bear pit <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. That's since she was thinking that as her arm was slowly being ripped open. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the first one. All right. What's the second one? What's the second one? Second one. Is your boy Republican Mitt Romney? Oh, yeah, I forgot about this one. <laughs> you know what happened? It was Mitt Romney's birthday, I believe. So, Mitt Romney's staff, you know, the kind, wonderful people I'm sure that they are, yeah. made brought this man a birthday cake, not just any cake. Nope, it was a Twinkie cake. So, it was basically a whole bunch of Twinkies wrapped up, standing up with candles coming out of, out of the top of them. Like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Why are we talking about that, Kevin? That, you know, was big, I guess it's a big deal that, you know, ultra-wealthy Mitt Romney is uh, eating Twinkies, you know? It's probably, you know, uh, some sick, twisted joke kind of laughing at us broke folk. Yeah. But the weird thing about it is, instead of blowing out his candles like a normal human being, well, your boy Mitt slowly plucked each candle out individually and blew it out with a single gust of breath from his old... <laughs> Decrepit lips. <laughs> that old, but while, while while his staff sat there, did you see in the in the, in the video? Everybody sitting there holding cameras and taking pictures and having these weird smiles plastered on their face. <laughs> and it took him like a full minute to to take each candle out and blow it. And I was uncomfortable watching this thing. I don't know right. about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw him pull out the first two candles, and I like. I stopped watching the video. I was weird. Like, what are you doing, man? You couldn't take anymore. <laughs> I just don't know what he's thinking. Like, it's kind of odd. Like, I don't know. That's a man that's never had a real birthday party. That's right. <laughs> just... He ain't done this before. <laughs> that was my thought. Like, who take takes the candle out? I don't... Just the whole thing is weird. If you ever seen the video, you got to watch the video. It's just... I mean, I'm not gonna. I guess I'm not saying anything about your character. It's just weird. Not, and, and I said, I told Will earlier. You know, the more I see of these wealthy politicians, the more I'm just convinced all of them are just weirdos, right? Like, <laughs> these are just odd people. None of them are normal. Like that. I think that's why people loved Obama and Clinton. You know, because uh, they just kind of seem normal, right? Even, uh, even Bush, George W. Seen on some levels like a normal guy, right? And I feel like this is what leads people to get to win presidency. Obviously, not you know your boy Trump. He was obviously, but just like okay, if you seem like a normal human being, we're willing to vote for you to be president because the rest of these folks are weirdos. Like that's all I can think of. Like this is this is the most random odd thing that you can do. Just pluck each candle out and blow them out while you're holding. Is I'm getting the creeps now. Uh, 
<laughs> gotta stop. Let, me, let me drink some, drink some water right quick. Give me a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> thinking on it too much. Thinking on it too much. But this is people that run our country. They can't even blow a cake out, right? Yeah, just the basics, man. Just the basics. But anyway. right, let's let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's get to uh, the good stuff here. The, the meat of it. I don't know where I want to start. Let's start with uh, let's start with the college admission scandal. This was a big thing that came out uh, today, I believe this morning. We're recording on a, the 12th, Tuesday the 12th. came out today. It's Tuesday? It's Tuesday, bro. I thought it was Thursday. It's me too. Not really. But so a bunch of rich people, get this, paid admission counselors to falsify scholarships and test scores and all sorts of things to get their kids into Ivy League and top-notch schools. That's basically what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's that's basically what happened. It, although it was a little bit more interesting um, than that, you know, and if you haven't done so yet, you know, feel free to pause this. Go ahead and read up on this so you know what we're talking about here. Um, but there, uh, there was a particular guy that was kind of the ringleader that was running right. a, a specific business, and I don't even remember what it's called now because I had it all up in front of me and I got it right down. I didn't memorize it. I didn't write it down in my notes. Deal with it. You can read it. <laughs> but, uh, as, yeah, Rick Singer, that's, that's the guy's name. Uh, but he basically set it up so that he had this uh, um, uh, business that these folks would then make donations to it. He would then funnel those donations to these different schools where they were trying to get their kids in. But the unique thing about it was, well, it, this wasn't all of them, but the, uh, I guess a large chunk of percentage of them, uh, of these folks were trying to get their kids in kind of through what he called the side door by getting them um, admitted to the school as athletic recruits. Now, mm-hmm. if you pay attention at all to college sports, you know that oftentimes there's a reality that um, there's two two levels of admission. One for gen- actually probably three. There's one for general students, right, and the requirements that they have, like your GPA, test scores, all of that. And then for athletes, usually they'll they'll depending on the school. But they'll usually kind of lower their standards to whatever the NCAA standards are. So the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate Athletic Association or something like that, um, has standards, uh, you know, for people participating in sports, like GPA standards, all these things for people to be eligible coming out of high school and college. So most of these major schools, you know, if a kid is eligible by NCAA standards, they'll, you know, uh, admit a kid to the school if he's an athlete or he or she is being recruited by one of these programs. Um, now, different again, different schools are different, so some schools won't always do that. But basically you get a little bit more leeway. Now, I said there's three standards because, you know, we all know that the legacies and the ultra-rich usually have <laughs> operating. Right, which is a whole other conversation of – Right, players. which is interesting. Why, why this is interesting because these kind of play into these two – you know, we have ultra-rich folks that are kind of playing with this. And so what was happening was he was basically bribing uh, these coaches and sometimes admissions to basically say, hey, take, you know, John Doe over here and put his, submit his application as an athlete because he's going to be on the row team or on the badminton team or whatever the case may be. And yeah. so then it will go to a different admissions team for the athletics department. And so then these kids would get in that way because clearly, you know, they couldn't have qualified, you know, as a general student. So they would be admitted to the school as an athlete and then just never join the team. Right. <laughs> and so they were sliding that, that money to the coaches or the administration or whoever it is that was taking the money there. 
Panthers. So that that's kind of the long and short of what was happening, Will. Um, and it's wild to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's wild to me. It's, look, it's not that long ago where I was reading about um, wealthy parents on the East Coast. This was particularly on the East Coast and maybe going on other places who were essentially bribing uh, doctors and psychiatrists to pr- give their children, uh, and we might have talked talk about it on the show, give their kids diagnoses of different, I guess we'll call them diseases or conditions that would then allow them to take their ACTs and SATs either multiple times or give them extended times or even at times they would be allowed to like take the test um, individually, like at home or whatever the case may be, because of whatever diagnosis they had of um, um dealing with either stress or like ADD or different things like that. And so there were stories about, you know, these folks writing these doctors, you know, $20,000 checks because in order to get that, in order to get those uh, distinctions by the ACT and SCT folks, you had to have a doctor's note essentially. And so they would get these fancy high priced doctors that didn't have any room. They basically pay them $20,000 for a session. (laughs) <laughs> to, to then diagnose little Johnny or Jimmy and they bring go to school and say, Hey, instead of three hours for the ACT, little little Joan needs nine hours to do it. You know, that sort of thing to give their kids a leg up. So this is just another example of the wealthy giving doing all they can to give their kids a leg up, you know, beyond just sending them to the best schools and tutors and all that stuff. Now we gotta cheat the system in different ways, bro. Yeah. That's I know it's wild because it's like Cats getting mad about like affirmative action and stuff like that, but you see where the real where the real move is of people getting into college. It's money moving around. I mean, they're saying there is up to six million like for one kid in donations. There's a bunch of celebrities involved. It's like fifty plus fashion people. designers. Yeah, fashion designers. There's a couple actors. All sorts of people, and then all the coaches involved too. Fun on this one guy. They said parents paid approximately twenty five million total. Over over these seven years, is from uh, 2011 2018 to bribe coaches and university admissions uh, or university administrators. So this is over 25 million dollars in yeah. bribes. Like yo, like you said, there was one person you saw six million. I saw another one. Uh, this uh, fashion guy uh, spent up to five hundred thousand dollars in bribes. Like five hundred thousand dollars. That that's you know five educations right. <laughs> That's like right. you spend $500,000 just to get them into a particular college. You know, th- that tells me it was what trips me out about that. Will is that if you got that sort of money, I'm assuming then you put them kids in the, in, in the finest schools possible. Right. So right. they got the best education th- that money could buy, you know, while they were in elementary, middle high school. Right. And they, if they weren't capable of getting into those, uh, those whatever school you wanted to get them into, then they're just not capable at that point. You know what I'm saying? Send little Johnny to University of Florida or, you know, like whatever state school <laughs> and just and just let it be. Like if you got that sort of money anyway, what do they need to, what, what do they need to go right. to Brown or USC for anyway? You going to hook them up. They can get in the family business. You got enough connections. We know most of the time, most jobs and things like that are still on some level determined by who you know. So, right. Who you and yes, a lot of that sometimes does have to do with where you go to college and the connections you make there. But so every college in America got uh, has you know an alumni base and connections. Every fraternity, every sorority, you know, you know what I mean. All yeah. these, all these places do. So why go through these links to get the kid in USC when you can send them to, I don't know, uh, 
I'm trying to think of a, a lesser Cali school. I don't want to diss any schools out here, but you know, whatever the notch down from USC is out in California, and I'm sure you'd be fine. Sit yeah. on the Pepper Nine; he'll live a good life. It's it doesn't make sense. And why would you? Because I, I tried to go to the schools. There's like Yale was involved, Stanford, USC, but it's like, why if you if they couldn't get in and you pay them to get in, what makes you think they're going to survive it anyhow? Like, there there has to be paying for other stuff too. Then like I don't. Well, I'd assume that there's a a lot of kids that can't that don't get into those schools that can survive because you know schools pride themselves on admission rates and stuff like that too. That's true. They want to say we only admitted ten percent or whatever. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of kids that could do fine if they got into the school. Um, but I don't know. I, I would think you know, especially these people that are kind of famous. Look, if you can't pull enough coast strings just by getting writing different letters of recommendation, it just seems like it, it's going way too far. It's not that serious. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not that serious. Um, what school you go to? It, it matters on some level depending on the career path you're going down. But right. you know, not twenty-five million dollars worth. No, 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 no. You know, if you're in a good school, I mean, you're in a good school. Um, you, well, and this you know, is Yale that much better than Carnegie Mellon, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Well, in this case, slightly different than what – because, like, the wealthy have always had a leg up when it comes to colleges, obviously through the whole legacy thing, right, which mm-hmm. is a whole other conversation. But then often, you know, wealthy parents will give a massive donation and that kind of influences, right? But right. this was straight up fraud. So you're going to the, even the next level. Right. These folks are facing uh, possible jail time for mail fraud. Right, like this is actual fraud. So it's like you couldn't even do the normal rich ways to get your leg up. How that always works, you had to go well, all the way to fraud. And that's a good, like, yeah, that's a good question. If you have some of these folks have, you know, a hundred thousand dollars to, or five hundred thousand dollars to bribe, like, why not just write a check to the university? Like, if it if it's that serious, just be straight up with it. You know, yeah. uh, I guess maybe they don't want to. I don't know. I guess maybe people don't want it to be that blatant, but I'm sure you can donate money and tell them, Hey, I don't want you guys publicizing the fact that I gave you this money. I just want my kid to get in here. And I know that they can't, you know, I'm sure it's a they can't technically do anything, but right. so maybe that didn't even work. Maybe your kid was that bad in school. <laughs> that didn't even work. So you had to go next level and go into the table. Little Johnny's over here burning roaches in the back of the library. <laughs> you trying to get him into Harvard and Yale, you know? Right. <laughs> and but he's just trying to uh, rock out in the garage with his band. It just – it shows a different – I don't know. It shows how this whole college system is – it's got a lot of issues because, right, it's a business, one. Mm-hmm. And, and then, obviously, it doesn't even matter if, if money's what's going to get you in, right? And, there's like I said, there's already legal ways that are highly questionable with legacy and all those different things, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what? how do you expect, I guess the mindset that you could pull yourself up by your bootstraps, that type of saying is complete bogus. You know what I mean? Like it can't, you can't let that, like you yourself are showing that that's not the case. Oh yeah, we all know that's not true. And, and you know, I'm I'm even going to uh, disagree with myself with what I said earlier when I said, does, you know, does it even matter? Because uh, I'm not going to go down my whole tirade and rant of, you know, what I truly feel about the higher education system in America and, you know, and get go all the way down that path. But, you know, I, I have believed for many years that essentially our higher education system is, it serves as a class barrier on purpose to yep. separate the haves from the have-nots. And that is the main 
goal of it. And I, I formulated that theory, you know, after years of working in corporate America and all those sorts of things. And there are so many jobs. And, you know, if you are a working professional, you're probably aware of this. There's so many jobs that require you to have a degree, but they don't even care if your degree is in, has anything to do with what your job is. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just need a college degree. Um, you know, so I can, you can have a degree in communicate or communications and they require you to have that to, now I can't think of examples off the top of my head, but to, to, to be a, a, a light operator or to move from worker in the warehouse to manager. You just got to have a degree. doesn't matter what the degree is in. Right. You got to have a college degree. That's how, that's the separator. That's the divider. And they don't even actually check your credentials. You know, I know that well, because for years I didn't actually have my degree. I was, I, I was one class short of graduating. Um, yep. Because I messed around and got a C minus in one of my um, major classes because I kind of fooled around and stopped going when I was young and dumb or whatever. And I, anyways, I got a C minus, so I needed to retake the class. Well, and so I, I had completed all my credits, did everything. I even walked uh, in, in graduation. I did everything. I just needed to go back to take that one last class to officially get my degree. And I'd ha- I didn't take it for years because the logistics and all this sort of thing. But nobody once asked me, like, hey, let's see your transcript. You know, on my resume, I said I graduated. Should I have said I graduated? I don't know. But I <laughs> said, hey, look, I got my, I got my degree. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes when I interview, I tell people, like, yeah, technically, I got to take one more class. Nobody actually cared. They didn't actually need to see my degree. They weren't checking those credentials. They just wanted to know, did you graduate college? And I believe that the only reason for that is because they're trying to keep the poor people out. Now, that sounds extreme. People ain't going to say that. But what other reason is there for that? You just want me to have a degree. You don't care what it's saying. You don't care if it's related. But you just require me to have a degree. Just like, and like I said, with the example of a lot of times to go from a worker to management, you got to have a degree. Has does not matter whatsoever how qualified you are in terms of this particular job. Someone can be working a job for 15 years and be an expert, but somebody can walk off the street with a degree in a year and get hired as their manager. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, and there was a study that came out, and I'll have to go back and find it and give people the source, but it was probably five, six years ago. There was a study that came out about the different classes and then people going to college and how it affected their class. Right. So, you know, if you were poor and got into college, supposedly you should be able to move up to another wealth class essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like 85% of people who are in lower income, make it to college, return right back to the same class they're in. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause the way loans work, all the things like there's no way to make out of those things it's and network connection. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, right. And it's like same thing. And then most people stayed within their same class, except for usually the rich got richer. And there's other factors in that too, right? Yeah. But it's like you stayed in your same class because of the way the loan stuff works. So it just kept the status quo. It didn't give you a leg up that you went to college. You didn't go from lower class to middle class or middle to upper middle, right? Mm-hmm. You stayed the same. Yeah, and yeah. lost a lot of money paying. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, yeah, because I mean, it stands to reason that you know, if you have a poor person and a wealthy person going to a thirty thousand dollar a year college, the poor person is taking out loans for that thirty thousand dollars. Yep. <laughs> so that they're going to be paying basically a house payment for the next, you know, decade, fifteen yeah. years. Yeah, and that is going to make a huge difference. So in terms of the upper mobility and all those sorts of things, and not only that, but 
I mean, look, there's a lot of other factors. If you come from a poor family, you probably feel like there's other financial burdens you're going to have that go with that. Um, yeah. There's, I remember reading a while back that uh, poor people tend to major in jobs that let, make less money in the first place. Like, I remember uh, it was a while back. I don't know if these numbers are still correct, but it was something like uh, like African-Americans, black folks uh, majored in education far more than white people. <laughs> like, because there's a lot of folks that no, I want to come back and teach and I want to do that, which is fine. But right. teachers, you know, obviously aren't going to make the same amount of money as accountants and bakers and lawyers and, and whatnot. And so because you don't have those people in the community, you don't think, you know, people don't grow up or come through high school thinking about doing those jobs. All right. Um, so it, it, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that goes into that. But yeah, the, our education system, like you said well earlier, it's a for-profit thing. Oh, yeah. These colleges and universities exist to make money. They are for-profit universities for the most part. And so we have to be aware of that. So, and again, this whole scandal, <clears throat> you know, just kind of shows that again, you know, hey, we're going to find, people are, are going to take handouts to get uh, to get these kids into these schools, even though they don't supposedly meet the standards of the school, right? <laughs> again, it, it can't be emphasized enough that the fact that people are resorting to these things means that these kids, I'm assuming, these kids have to really be far below whatever the standard is. Like you said, if it was close, daddy can write a check. We know these schools are going to take the money. It's been happening for years, right? You know, the old boy system, the legacy system, even though, you know, I don't know if the legacies. But if daddy or mommy can write a check for $30,000, you know, and donate it to the school, why would a school not take that? (laughs) Like, we we know that that's been the case. So if you you can't even write your check to the school, you got to go through side doors to get it. (laughs) <laughs> little Johnny must have been <laughs> really messed up yeah he must have been chewing glue in class or something like that <laughs> he's all the way off yeah it's his next level we could go down a long road of that there's so much to talk about with that we talked some before hey um, hey I can always talk about the crazy things wealthy people do like blowing their candles out one by one <laughs> <laughs> yep shout out to Ronnie <laughs> But not to me. let's uh let's uh let's talk about this last topic man you got to introduce this to me because you brought it up uh what, what's this last crazy topic for us to discuss no i don't want to you do it dude you got to because i have no so, idea what <laughs> i was like what what happens if i just sit there and refuse to talk we just have awkward silence on the uh podcast ends on, on these podcast streets um yeah so look down in the good state of georgia uh there was a, uh, a a bill that was now nah, I'm, I'm forgetting after all this conversation that we have I kind of forget these things. Uh, there was a bill uh, that was either passed or suggested or whatever the case may be. Suggested, it's suggested. Yeah, suggested. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, called the HB uh, four eighty one. Um, which essentially would make it illegal, make uh, abortions illegal after six weeks is kind of the main thrust of it, right? And so that that's being uh, discussed. So in response to that, uh, a Georgia woman in the house there, her name is Darshan Kendrick, uh, she announced her plans to uh, to promote what's called the testicular bill of rights <laughs> in a tweet. So she, she did tweet this out, right? And so the testicular bill of rights is, is a direct response to this, this 481. So let me let, let me, let me tell y'all a couple of the 
points of emphasis that she feels should be in this testicular bill of rights. Um, it would require DNA testing at the six week of, of pregnancy to determine paternity, so who the father is, as well as requirements for fathers to make immediate child support uh, payments even before babies are born. It would also ban vasectomy procedures in, in the state of Georgia. And finally, her bill would in, introduce a 24-hour waiting period for men to buy any porn or sex toys in Georgia. So, you know, plug the kids' ears there. <laughs> so that is her proposal in response to this uh, HB 481 bill. Uh, now, she did admit that, you know, this is kind of tongue-in-cheek and all of that. But, you know, well, it got me thinking, you know, one, you know, hey, she put it out there so I can I – can, you know, it doesn't seem like all of these things are necessarily one-to-one, <laughs> you know, in regards right. to, to abortion. I, I I don't necessarily see the relation between, you know, abortion and, um, you know, banning vasectomy procedures. Uh, I feel like that would actually be kind of counterproductive. <laughs> but, but what did you think when you first read this? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Yeah, that's the first thought I had, too, is that this doesn't even match what you're – like I get, I get where you're doing it, and it shows what you know certain people think about abortion. Um, they're putting it in a category that it's not in. Like this comparison is pretty. Like I get it's a joke, but it's a little extreme. Mm-hmm. Like there just there's not really a comparison uh, to what what this is. I don't know. Yeah, and, I know, and she says that her issue with with the with the proposed bill is that she feels that. Um, it would increase the number of women who subject themselves to unsafe abortions. So I'm guessing right. that, you know, hey, there's a lot of women that would want abortions after six weeks that wouldn't be allowed to get it. Which, you know, granted, there's a lot of women that don't realize they're pregnant, you know, six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. <laughs> you know, especially, you know, if you're on uh, some level of birth control or something like that, um, you know, you don't have uh, a regular cycle. I'm not a woman. I'm not a doctor. So let me not get too deep. <laughs> but I just know a lot of times people don't find out necessarily um, that early. Um, um, but it still seems counterproductive to me. And she said that I, that her end goal is to actually reduce the number of abortions that take place, um, which I don't really know how that plays. But, but yeah, like, you know, paternity and all that stuff, none of that really has anything to do with abortion. And I guess her, her point is, you know, hey, you know, what, what a lot of women or a lot of people say is that abortion is, you know, legislating what a woman can do with her body. Um, and so basically we're going to legislate what men can do with theirs. Uh, yeah. I guess is the general point. Um, but look, I disagree. And I look, I know abortion is a, is a touchy subject. A lot of people feel very strongly about it. You know, some people, you know, feel are like if you disagree with me on abortion then you're the devil and whatever, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not I don't think I'm typically like that in most areas. But yeah, look, I'm I'm I am not for abortion. I don't even want to label myself as pro-life because once you label yourself along with whatever, you know, these lines of the sand are, then people start attributing all sorts of beliefs to you <laughs> that aren't yours, right? But I'm just I don't believe that abortion is um is right. I guess is the is the way to put that. Look, I'm sitting there trying to say, how do I say this? And, and you know, it doesn't sound sound bad. And so, you know, to me, that's a little bit different than you know, 
in, in my opinion, legislating what a woman can do with her body and this sort of that sort of thing, which I understand the point that people make with that. I just simply disagree. And so when we start talking about, well, you know, we're, you know, we're going to legislate, you know, the fact we're going to say a man can't get uh, a vasectomy and all this stuff. And then, yeah, all that's equivalent. I'm like, that's not really equivalent. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> One is preventing pregnancies from happening. And another is, you know, the whole reason to disagree with abortion is because we believe that's a life that is being ended, right? <laughs> so, right. you know, vasectomies don't cause that, uh, uh, women getting their tube side is not ending in life, all, you know, all those things. So none of it is really um, equal. Right. Yeah. That's, it's kind of ridiculous. I, I don't know. The argument's ridiculous because like you said, you're dealing with another life. So it's just a, you know, you can't, and I haven't read this bill, so I don't know the details of it. Obviously there's nuance with like mother's health and a lot of those things. So right, right, right. who knows what's in the bill. Well, and one thing, as you say that, and I'm just, this, this information, one thing the bill did, I did read that the bill did allow for was exceptions in the case of rape and or incest. Uh, if a police report was filed. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So if there's, you know, exceptions, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's sad. Like, even though she's doing it, you know, tongue in cheek, it really does show the heart of what some people believe about this, mm-hmm. uh, which is, it's just crazy. Like you're, you're comparing, you know, and I get that there's, I don't know. It just, yeah. Like I said, I agree with you. Your, com- your comparison is a little ridiculous. And I think they got to look at the history of, you know, particularly things like Planned Parenthood and things like that, that mm-hmm. front abortions, like you can't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they've been founded on racial inequality and beyond that about taking out black people. So it's like those are the people you're funding and then you're arguing it's just bad. It's all bad. So even it's as a joke, bad. it shows the heart of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and again, you know, it's such, such tricky subjects because people feel so strongly about it. But I mean, look, people feel strongly about a lot of things and you know, ultimately, you know, with a lot of things we talk about, well, you know, it's uh you know, this is our opinion. This is what I think. And, you know, that, that sort of, and, you know, we talk, talk about it, go back and forth and someone can, you know, convince me one way or another or whatever. But I feel like this, but to me, abortion has always been kind of a black and white thing, you know, it's, we're talking about a life here. Um, and so, you know, we do what we can to protect lives of people, especially those that can't protect themselves. And yeah, there are going to be circumstances where there are, medical emergencies and things like that, you know, all through pregnancies. Pregnancy is not easy. <laughs> you know, it's it's not an easy thing. And women that 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 carry children are, you know, are, are heroes on that in that sense. And um yeah, there's situations where there's, you know, risk to the mother and, you know, mom is prob you know, at strong risk of dying if she carries, you know, a child full term and things like that. Yeah, that is still protecting of life, you know. You know, those are decisions that's made. But, you know, in cases of, you know, we're going to abort a pregnancy simply because, or I shouldn't say simply because, you know, most people don't arrive at these conclusions simply, but we're going to abort a pregnancy because we don't feel like it's the right choice right now to have a child for whatever the reason. That's not a, to me, that's not a, valid or acceptable reason to end a life no more so than saying yeah you know i'm gonna smother my kid here because i don't feel like it's you know a good time in my life to be raising you <laughs> you know like i, right. I just yeah, exactly. to me they're 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 equal now here's the funny thing as a man i fully understand 
the idea of as a man with four kids, four plus two, you know, shout out my old, older, our, our older two uh, twins there. But, you know, going through three different pregnancies, I fully understand how as a man, sometimes you don't you don't even necessarily <laughs> things aren't even real to you until the baby comes out. <laughs> You know, right. some sense. it's like she's pregnant, she's pregnant, the baby's there, I feel the baby kicking and all that. But it's kind of like this this surreal thing until the child actually pops out and you're like, okay, now it's real, right? right. <laughs> right. So I understand that. But even still, like people that, you know, kind of make the argument of, you know, baby not being a baby too, whatever those things, I still kind of disagree. I still disagree with. So, you know, I know it's kind of a, uh, that's kind of ironic there. But, uh, you know, I've, I've always just felt like that's, pretty straightforward um and you know we talk about your right to do what you want to do i mean the reality is women have the power of life and all that and so when we talk about the power of life we're talking about life and so it's our societal job not men our job but it's this our society job women and men to protect you know those among us that can't protect themselves um so that's that's just how i come come at it you know no that's facts i Concur. Oh, that's a fancy word to use. Yeah, yeah. Bring Might out. as well stop now. Big vocabulary words in it there. But yes. y'all heard it here first. It's the Wild Wild World Show. Back Ooh. again for another episode. And uh, we'll put that Twitter poll out there. See what y'all think about these fast food. Um, Taco Bell's fresh. Well, yeah, and show love to Taco Bell. Don't hate on them. They're all right. <laughs> We're about to go out there and get a Tulupa right now. Probably not, but it ain't that serious, but you know what it is. We'll put that out there. Uh, y'all know where to find us, kingdomdreamer.com. Check us on Twitter, Kingdom X Dreams. You can find me, William R. Horn, H-O-R-N-E. Find Kellen, all boy, underscore K, underscore R. Hit us up. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Y'all know what it is. Wild, wild world. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. See you. This has been another episode of the Wild Wild World Podcast. Make sure you support us, KingdomDreamer.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at KingdomXDreams. Show some love, subscribe, rate, review. We'll see you next time.